Welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. Jeremy, we haven't been doing this for a while, but you know what? Normally we don't do much in November because we wait until we have a big October and then we have a yeah. big December. Yes. So kind of like November's are downtime. Yeah, November's kind of always weird We like weird Thanksgiving. Yeah, November's always kind of strange because we always yeah. have the election. We have election times. and mm, Sure. Or we have... It's uh, busy. Yeah, we get... Turkey. Yep, a lot of that. Stuffing. Trying to get year-end stuff together. You know, and now that this year's stupid, stupid year. Stupid year. So stupid. stupid. What a stupid year. You're such a stupid You're year. You're stupid. 2020. Look at you, 2020. You're so stupid. Such a stupid year. <laughs> uh, we just been behind. But, you know, um, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Sean Connery passed away. He did. I want to say about a month ago. Yeah, you know. Has it been about a month ago? Yes. No. And so we decided at The Deuce to do the second Bond movie from Russia with love. Yes. And the love is not like the zero score in tennis, right? Correct. Now, we were going to try to do uh, the second uh, Highlander movie. Yeah, we, oh, that's true. We were going to. I think we cannot should, I think we find should talk it. about that a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Because most people have seen the movie that we are going to talk about. So we're probably not going to get into that many specifics of this Bond movie. I mean, it's pretty popular. Yeah. like it's, But we are going to talk a little bit about it. But we're also going to talk about other movies as well that will pop up. Trust me. Right. On this. Um, Highlander 2. We tried looking for this movie. Um I have never seen, I've seen bits and pieces of Highlander, thanks to your old roommate. He had it on one day, and I was watching it with him, waiting oh, for you to come That's home. the only time you've seen parts uh-huh. of it? Uh-huh. the only time I've ever seen is with uh, with Ben, and um, and he kept flipping it to like a football game or oh, something. Oh, yeah, that's that's watching TV with Ben already. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I really didn't get to watch it, but, uh, but Highlander 2 is very hard to find. We found it on YouTube, but it was dubbed. Uh, right. There's a dubbed version on YouTube, and then there's also, like, uh, like it, you know when you find a, a movie or a show on YouTube that you probably shouldn't find, and they have it, like, really small? So there's, like, a little small version of it. Or they put it, like, inside of another TV Do you know what I mean? Picture yeah, yeah, so yeah. That it's, yeah. They, there's reverse. that version. There's no way I'm going to watch that. And um, and you couldn't even find it to order. Well, okay, so the the original cut of it is out of print, and it's something I'd oh probably yeah have the original to, cut of it. I'd probably yeah. have to like look in physical stores to go find it. Um, but you know, twenty twenty, it's stupid, right? Well, here here's the the thing that changed. Like, I refuse to. I don't want to review the director's cut. No. And the reason I don't want to is because they went back and did kind of like a post-movie edit and being like, they took out the stuff that was essentially garbage <laughs> and tried to uh, replace it and adjust it. And I just don't feel like reviewing that. But I want to review the, what it was. But that's the whole fun of that movie, I guess, right? We, uh, I'm the stupidness is, of it? Yeah, I mean, it's so... Uh, it, originally... Like, you find out that the Highlanders actually come from another planet. Mm. And it's got this whole weird Great. alien storyline. Great. No, um, but we could find Highlander 3. 
You can find everything else. Highlander the series, Highlander the animated series. Yes. Everything Highlander except Highlander 2. Everything except High, And they all stream except Highlander 2. Yes. It's very, very much so. Like that one is. It's like they don't want, you know, it's like at The Exorcist 2. No one wants it yeah. to exist. Yes. And so, you know, why have it there? So. Right. Yeah. So uh, we decided to go, you know, the James Bond route because he's not in many sequels. No. Or uh, Sean Connery. I mean, really, those two. Those two are, seem to be it, you know. I didn't see A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen 2. No. And he's not in Patriot Games, because that's Harrison Ford. Correct. He's in The Hunt for Red October. Correct. So, there really is no sequel besides And these he's two not movies. in uh, a sequel to The Avengers, the one with Mrs. P. Oh, you gross... Oh, that movie. That was one of my least favorite oh, Sean Connery my roles. God. And then the Grateful Dead teddy bears show up in the yes. movie. It's that's terrible. that's why I always think about him. Do you know the... I saw that movie like with with my friend Piper and behind us was my uncle Spencer. Really? Yes. And it's soon Very to be strange. you know, second wife. Like I'm like and he and then he asked me about bicycles. It was a very weird experience. But I don't really want to get into it. Yeah. But yeah. And he's like, well, I'm looking forward to this movie. And I'm like, sure. I just want something to do ben, in my small podunk town. Ben Ben and I had, had gone and seen a movie with his mother. Because uh, we were, you know, we were. I think you went we're to go see this movie with, you know, the we guy s- I saw half of Highlander with? Yeah. Okay. So we went and saw a movie. And. Uh, when we were coming out of the the movie, uh, you saw the like stand up for, uh, or like the standee for, the Avengers, and for a second we were so the excited. TV slash made into a movie Avengers. Right. You have to be, okay. Well, that's what we we didn't know that at the time. The Ray finds Uma Thurman. Ben, ben and Sean I Connery. were super excited. Yes, and so we were like, it's weird that they put Jarvis and Black Widow on like a. <laughs> 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 That's what we thought they were. Jarvis. And Ben's mom. That, you know, Ray Fiennes probably at that yeah. time. Ben, yeah. Ben's mother was uh, went to the movie with us, and she was just like, no, 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 and had to explain yes. what the Avengers was. Yes. And we were like, God bless uh, and, what? Uh, Emma Peel, she died too this year. Yes, yeah. she did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but we are doing uh, From Russia. From Ooh. Russia with love. With a zero score in tennis. Yes. Love. A lot of love in this movie. Yeah. A lot of like James Bond. And you know what? I don't really watch a lot of James Bond movies. Not my bag. Um, but I enjoyed this movie. I'm, I'm going to tell you I did. Yeah. There's parts of it I really didn't enjoy. So we'll get into it. But yeah. do we have a plot synopsis? Uh, I do. And there's all sorts of good synopses about this just because, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a well enjoyed movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of people enjoy this one. Sure. Actually, it shows up on a lot of lists as like the number one. I can argue that it's probably the one of the best Bond mm-hmm. movies. It shows it's out like there. it's at least in the top three on most. Uh, of probably, to, so. if not two. Uh, okay, so James Bond 007, is sent what? on a mission to Istanbul. Not Constantinople. Not Constantinople. (laughs) (laughs) To try and acquire a Russian cipher machine known as Lector from a defecting Russian agent. However, the Russians have no knowledge of this, as it is a specter ploy 
to lure James Bond into a trap. A fitting tribute to their now-dead agent, Dr. No. Dr. No, which is from the first movie. Correct. Obviously, you know, Dr. No, right? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, again, this movie came out, what, 1963? 63? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry. Who's in this movie? Uh, so this Besides movie... Sean Connery? Oh, well, uh, you know. Uh, so it's got Sean Connery. Uh, there is uh, Daniela Bianchi, mm-hmm. who is the uh, she plays Tatiana Romanova, right? Who is the the Bond? Girl she was a model, movie. wasn't she? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's there's all sorts of yeah. people in this. Um, I would say that uh, probably the to me the the most notable of the the crew was uh, Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw right. plays plays Red, who's like an assassin. Right, that's true too. Yeah, uh, who played the uh, the one? Um, what Pedro? His name is Pedro. Oh, Pedro uh, Armand uh, Armandaris. Ah, Pedro Armandaris. Who plays uh, Ali Karim Bey? Who shortly after this movie committed suicide because he had cancer. Yeah, and he had cancer because of the movie The Conqueror. If you know, do you know about the movie The Conqueror? I don't think I do. The John Wayne movie, The Conqueror, where he uh-huh. plays Genghis Khan. Oh yes! And on like half the people who were in that movie died from like cancer-related incidences. Like so, Susan Hayworth was in the movie. Uh, Agnes Moorhead, uh, Pedro obviously was, and uh, and and um, they shot it in Utah. Like, um, nuclear close ball. by, like a nuclear, yeah. yeah, like testing site Gross. back in the day. Yeah. And they said, they told them, oh, everything's going to be okay. So, um, Susan Hayworth and like John Wayne also invited, um, like their children to come visit them on set as well. Huh? Yeah. And so, uh, like all of John Wayne's kids, uh, had cancer scares as well. Uh, there was about 200 some people that worked on this film, um, and about, about half of them died or had cancer-related incidences, including the director. The producer was uh, Howard Hawks, yeah. who later would buy every print of this movie, $12 million it cost him, just to have it to make sure that no one would watch this movie. And then later in 1979, the, um, he, the, the rights of the movie were up. And, um, but he would watch it. There was a rumor that he would watch it every day, maybe as torture for what he did mm-hmm. as far. Cause you know, he's, he let everyone, Oh, it's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, God, it, and it ruined RKO pretty much. So it's, uh, it's pretty much Orson Welles brought RKO to the forefront. Agnes Moorhead was in Susan Kane. Right. And then, um, yeah, John Wayne brought it down with this movie. So it's a terrible movie. I mean, Genghis Khan is played by James John Wayne, for heaven's sakes. Yes. Uh, that is one. Like, my my mother was a big Do you remember? Do you fan. know the story behind this? Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not this story. No, I didn't. But oh, like, the, of, of, of that movie? Yeah. Yeah. I No, I just know my that. My dad told uh, me that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know that part of it. I just knew that, like, my mom was a big John Wayne fan. And, uh. I just remember her being like, "Youch," yeah, <laughs> like, and she's not one who would normally care. Catch my drift, 
but she uh she was just like yeah. oh my god like i can't believe he's go on he's youtube and, yeah go on youtube and put the movie that killed half of its cast and you'll you'll you'll, you'll get an explanation yeah that's pretty well done yeah. that talks about it anyway um, we are talking about from Russia with love. Yeah, and there's a few other notables. So like, there is go Ber- on. Bernard Lee is M. Sure, again, which is well known. Uh, no, actually, this is the first time we've actually saw um, M. Is it M. I always get M and Q confused. Oh no, Q. This is the first time we saw Q. Yes, Desmond Llewellyn, who who would then you know go on to do most of Q up until yes, probably. What Daniel Craig? Yeah, because yeah, I think even the Pierce Brosnan. He yeah, was. he he showed up for yeah. ever. But yeah, Q. This is the first appearance of Q. Q. Yes. Um. Again, played not by, M because M was probably in the first one. Right. Obviously. M was M was in the first one. Yeah. Q. Uh. Desmond Llewellyn. Uh. Element OP was he, in this as well. Don't forget Q, about Element OP. But this is where we learn his his real name is Boothroyd. <laughs> uh, because they, her, his last name is Boothroyd. Because that's which I said. pulled that. I pulled that once. I pulled you, the Boothroyd. You pulled the Boothroid. Ooh, ow, ooch, ow. Ooh. lifting. I lifted Always something. Always a pain in my Boothroid. Always lift with your legs, folks. Um, and of course, uh, again, you have uh, Lois Maxwell as uh, Money Penny, Money Penny. The, the uh, what was that? Mish Money Penny. That's how she sounds. <laughs> No, that's how he. Okay. My, that's my terrible Sean Connery. Okay. Oh, that's your terrible. Sean. I was like, what? Sweet and savory sandwiches. So basically, if uh, I'm going to say this correctly, James Bond just flirts his way through the whole movie. Pretty much. Um, I mean, he like has sex he, with he everyone has in this to. movie, including yes. Pedro's character. I think he had sex with him too. Probably. Um, this also actually marks the last time that we see. The ill-conceived uh, Sylvia Trench. There's a, the character at the very beginning. Her name is Sylvia Trench, mm-hmm. um, played by Eunice Gason. So very dominatrix kind of like his girlfriend know. at the beginning. Oh no, his girlfriend. No, I was thinking something on someone else. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Okay, so oh, his girlfriend at the beginning. Yes. Oh yeah. So she. I didn't was, know he had a girlfriend. She was in the first movie too. Okay. And. Uh, James Bond doesn't have a girlfriend. She, he almost did. So the original plan that. basically was for this for Sylvia Trench to appear in Bond's movies as his regular girlfriend. What? Like, all the time. Which is why she was so... But then you don't get Bond girls. No, you still do. Uh, continually, she would have been continually frustrated... No. Oh, okay. uh, with Bond getting called away to his next That just assignment. seems like way too much. Well, and it also, to me, it seems sleazy. Well, not only sleazy, it's almost like too comical. Yes. Or like cheesy in a way. Yeah. Like set in vain of like, that should be more of a Pink Panther movie. Yeah. And not a James Bond movie. Right. Does that make sense? You yes. Know? And it yeah, also, I think it's also kind of like. You get some elements of this in, um, like, the Austin Powers movies. Yeah. Like, from the first to the second one, where Liz Hurley is... She does show yeah. up at the beginning of the second one. And That's then, true. like, blows up or whatever. Uh, but, like, she shows up again, and then they get rid of her. Yeah. But this is where they were, like... I think there was also issue with, like, from what I read... Liz Hurley? 
No. Okay. There was some issue with people were like, so wait, he's got a girlfriend at home, like a steady girlfriend who was right. like patiently waiting for him. That seems kind of And he's always just, you know, screwing his way around the globe. Well, he has to, to, to in the name of her. spying. And and the reality One of the situation to. is... Have you not seen the Americans? Well, but if, it's, if that's part of his duty, you know, I mean... What are you going to do? But, you know, I think that it also cast him in, like, a shitty light then, too. And so they were like, duty. So they, I think they wanted to, they were like, you know what, let's not continue with that. Because it didn't make him come out in a a good light. Oh, no. No. Um, Oh, are we going to talk about uh, the henchman in this movie? We should talk about about the henchman. Yeah. uh, The guy from the Apple. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Mr. So, Vladek Shabal. Yes. Uh, he plays Kronstein, who is this like master mm-hmm. chess player. Um, Which is also a new donut that you can get. A Kronstein? Yes, a Kronstein. Yes. It's filled with... Yum. It's filled with bitter... <laughs> bitter filling. Um, I want the Kronstein. So, Yum. Vladek Shabal, he also shows up... Like, he makes... Uh, kind of, he kind of made a name for himself being in these Bond films and some other things. He got uh, referred to this, and it actually helped make his career. Um, the Apple didn't? No, no. Um, but he also showed up in Casino Royale. The uh, There's an old TV version of Casino Royale, which was the actual first appearance of James Bond, but he worked for the CIA. Oh, is that the one he showed up in? American. No, he no. showed up. He showed up in the the comical, the comical like parody Casino Royale yeah. with like Woody Allen and uh, Woody Allen plays James Bond. Everybody played James Bond in that movie. I know. And Orson Welles was played in there. James. Oh no, he was um, was his bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There another Orson Welles connection. There yeah, you go. right. So every, so he every, played. It all comes back to Orson fucking Welles. It, it does. Jesus. He played the like the concierge in that. Screw like Kevin um, Bacon. It's like six degrees of Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Exactly. The uh, so he he was in that, and uh, he so he kept making kind of made his name off that people recognized him from these Bond films. And to me, he's kind of like, you start getting a better sense of like, oh, Bond villains, like based off of like him. Yes. And like the uh, the one uh, Robert Shaw. Yes. Henchman kind of character. Yeah. Well, like the unstoppable. like The unstoppableness of it. Of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's really good in this. Like I'm amazed how much I really like enjoyed that Bond villain. Which one? Chronicle. The Robert Shaw okay. character. Yes. Red. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but in so if you've never seen before the movie The Apple, it's a musical. Uh, that is Court Psyops's favorite musical. It is Court Psyops's favorite musical. And when we mean favorite, we mean no, it's not. Since we forced him to watch of it. rage every time he watches, we forced him to watch it one day. Yeah, yeah and he disliked it. Well, you know, there's it's it's one of those movies that's it's so It's the bad apple, crabble dabble. It's the apple. But he the actual factual Shabal, yeah, Vladik Shabal plays a character named Mister Boogaloo. Mister Boogaloo, yes, and he makes a record producer. Yes, he runs. 
Boogaloo International Music. Yes. BIM. Uh, BIM. That basically takes hey, over the world hey, hey, because he's, Bim's he's on the, the way. devil, pretty much. Hey, hey, hey. Let's BIM. take a BIM break, yeah. shall we? It's the BIM hour it's where BIM everybody hour. has to take a break part of the way through and the day do, and dance. And do calisthenic like kicks. Yes. In the middle of the street. Choreographed with the nuns dancing. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. the police people were yes. too. Um, but the movie was, it's a Golem and Globus production. It was like a gay wet dream. Yeah, it's a Golem and Globus production. Yeah. Um, and read up on it sometime. Watch it, if you will. No. <laughs> um, it what do you mean watch it? it was Just so take cr- it for it what so, it is. It was so, at the premiere, people reacted so badly to it. They gave people cassette tapes of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. People reacted so badly, they started throwing their cassette tapes at the screen. Yeah. Uh, and it was received so badly that one of the that uh, one of Golem and Globus uh, decided he was going to go back up to his room and kill himself, uh, but his partner showed up and was like, "Dude, no!" and stopped him from from doing that. So we have not really talked about this movie. No. Instead, we talked about two dud of a movies, and we compared, you know, that I don't know, you know, like that. That's a pretty bad movie, but I'm sorry, half the cast of the the Conqueror gets cancer. And then the Apple, there's a lot of bad movies that these people are connected with. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yes. Not let alone, like, um, what's that one, Entrapment? Was was Sean Connery in an Entrapment? Is that the one with Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yeah, like Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. Is that a terrible movie? We've, I don't we've know talked about a lot of them. Like, we talked about uh, The Avengers. We talked oh, about... The Avengers. Oh, my God, The Avengers, too. <laughs> and the yeah. second... The second, uh, we really don't want to talk about a really good movie. Let's talk about what we liked about this movie since we talked about terrible movies before, shall we? Yeah, I thought the cinematography of this movie was out of the world. I mean, it was really good. Yes, I enjoyed the cinematography. I didn't think I would. I thought, oh, it's a Bond movie. No, I'm not gonna think about that, but oh, yeah, it's really well shot. And I also didn't get like I don't get the sense of, uh, like, sometimes when you see these movies in, like, Istanbul and things like that, mm-hmm. they make it this, like, dirty third world country right. looking thing and, like, you know, where it's like... Wait, are they in Istanbul? Yeah. Not, Not Constantinople? Constantinople okay. No. no. Uh, they might that's be nobody's Germans. business but yeah. the Turks. Well, that's true. Um, but they made it, like, it's this very, like, gorgeous look at the city and like um i mean it, it just they they do they don't make it seem like a a hellhole which is what a lot of movies try to portray it as like they they emphasize the beauty of the area and whether it's probably not actually filmed there or it might have been i don't know i don't know but they don't try to like play it down like and it's part like, of that do, do you think is the bond aspect of it just kind of being kind of gloss and polished yeah too and suave and Devier also could be a U.S. studio, you know, versus English. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. more of a European look at it yeah. versus, you know. Merkin. I thought, and I did enjoy Robert Shaw, like we talked about before. Yes, the unstoppable force. I did enjoy the fight scene that they had in the train. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was so great. Yeah, there's there's a fight that takes place on the train, that and it's is it could have gotten ridiculous. It could have, but it wasn't. You know, I also like. I think about unstoppable like villains. Yeah. How that kind of, I mean, you have like like 
the Westworld or Terminator where you have mm-hmm. those, but those are more robots. This is like yeah. a real, like henchman after you, you yeah. know, that's tracking your every, you know what I mean? Well, so and, I think of like, he's, he's more rooted in reality than like, like no country for old men. Yeah. You know, I think yes. of like stuff like that. He's more rooted in reality than like odd job or, uh, jaws mm-hmm. as, as bond villains go. Like he's yeah. more, you yeah. know, speaking of jaws, that guy was in Jaws, he too, as well. Jaws too. Oh, my God, he was. But, but that was... When uh, you said that, I was like, wait, that's the ship guy from I kept going, why does Jaws? that guy look familiar? Why yeah. does red look so familiar? And we pulled it up, and I was like, holy crap. But Yeah. Um, He's the best part of Jaws, besides the shark. <laughs> so, um, I will say, too, like, the thing I really enjoy about this, and, like, I g- grew up on the... Um, I think when did I start watching these? It was in like the Roger Moore kind of era. You yeah, you said Roger Moore to me. Yeah, I saw Roger Moore once when I first remember. Oh, what's them. he like? Did you meet him? Did you talk to him? Did you? Oh, okay, no. sorry. Go ahead. Um, but I think by that point, like they were so hokey and over the top yeah. that like I didn't ever really get into them. Like. I liked Timothy Dalton a lot more because, to me, it was more rooted in reality. And most I mean, people don't like those because it's too dark. Yes. But you're talking about, like, the... So, we're in a weird time. It's, like, 70s and 80s. Yeah. So, it gets kind of weird. So, it's either cheesy or dark. Yes. Those are the two things you get. Those are your options. In the For some reason, in yeah. the 70s. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I'm like, well, why are we on those two? Why can't we just put them together? I think that's what you get with this movie. There are cheesy aspects of this movie. Yes. But it plays very well. But I think this movie like doesn't take itself serious and then does take itself yes. serious on and, both occasions. And I think that one of the things I really enjoy about it is that Bond is not like... It happens in the other ones where like Bond is like... He's one of those people who just like everything just kind of lucks out in his his favor and he's like... Oh, how are you ever going to defeat James Bond? He knows everything. Yeah, and he's it so almost suave feels like that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and as he's portrayed by an 80-year-old Roger Moore. Yeah. The, uh, or an 80-year-old Sean Connery later yeah, on. Later one, yeah. But no, like, to me, as much as James Bond has his shit together in these movies, like, portrayed by Sean Connery, as much as he has his shit together, he also is not perfect with stuff. He gets fooled. He still has, yeah. He's, he he's got like you can tell that he's got like a little bit of not greenness, but like he's human. I, and, I think you see that more with Daniel Craig's interpretation of it. Yes, a lot more because well, think, of yeah. the time in the era where we're like, oh, okay. Well, we you, like you want your you want your hero to at least be flawed so you can like identify with him. Yes, if he's just always constantly like figuring it out without any help or yes. it just falls in my lap. It becomes a joke, you know? And that's almost like the Roger Moore kind of like, where it's just like, yes. Oh, oh well that happened. Yeah. I hit a button and boom, there it goes. Yep. Um, so yeah, like I enjoy Sean Connery's portrayal of this because he's not perfect. Like, I like that he has some flaws. Like he has most of his shit together, but like he still has moments where he's flawed. Um, and it's not so over the top hokey. Uh, no, yeah, so no, I, think I really enjoy that. These movies, 
uh, over time almost ate their own tail. Yeah. And I became agree. a parody of themselves. They did. So where they didn't know where they were going. Um, I think they tried to then do something different when Pierce Brosnan took over. And then it just kind of got trapped in the 90s yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. And then when Daniel Craig finally took over, I think that's when I think things like I think like if you're going to go which bond you like better, it's kind of like who do you like more? Like who's your better doctor? You know, yeah. is it uh, David Tennant or Matt Smith kind of thing? Yes. Do you know what, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like that argument with like yep. Daniel Craig and like, because I would say it's a Daniel Craig and Sean Connery fight on who's probably the better bond. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I think he's fantastic in this movie. I, I think he, he, like, this movie hits everything that a Bond movie should be. Yes. Everything that a Bond movie uh, later makes fun of actually kind of stems from this movie. Yeah. I honestly think that this is the, the probably best. Yeah, here's the thing with this movie. If, if I were going to say, and I don't watch many of the Bond movies... If I was going to go to someone that's never seen a Bond movie ever before, and they were going to go, where should I start? This movie. Yeah. I would tell them to start with this movie. It's very like audience friendly. Mm-hmm. You don't really have that much that you need to really worry about from the first movie, except maybe knowing that the Dr. No character and what impact it has. Yes. But other than that, it's not going to take away from the excitement and yeah. the action that this movie does bring. And there's a lot of action that this movie does bring. Oh, yeah. Which I'm shocked because of just thought, oh, it's going to be cheesier, you know, because of the time error. Yeah. But really, sometimes just playing with those uh, aesthetics, you know, where it's not uh, rooted in um, uh, visual effects and more like practical effects. Right. Actually it makes it better. And I yeah, love everything on the on the train I loved. Yeah, the train was great. Do you know what I mean? Um except when well, spoiler alert, Ali Kareem Bay dies. I was really kind of upset with that. I knew it was gonna happen. Right. I, I felt it coming. But yeah. like I was I'm every time I see it, I'm just like, Oh yeah, he died. There really isn't a lot that you can talk about this movie that really hasn't been said before. Right. I mean you're not I mean this, I'm gonna be honest. There's not like many illusions that you can bring to this movie that like you can shed a new light on this movie. These are Bond movies. Yeah. These are meant to be enjoyed. They're meant to just have, you know, turn your brain off a little bit and yeah. just enjoy the ride, right? Yes. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not something I tend to. I don't know. It's just kind of like the whole. They're not big on the spy thing. Like, I know I'm like, I'm not big on the gangster thing. I'm not big on the spy thing. What are you into? Yeah, but you, Brad, you like spycraft. That's one of them. <laughs> you like spycraft. Is that a game? Spycraft? No. Well, yeah. But... I like espionage. Yes. Aspect of it. Or like the chess playing aspect of like spying. Not necessarily the. There's this debonair spy that uh you know what i mean yeah eh, not me but who, who, i did okay. enjoy this who are your top three bonds um there's um super polygrip that bonds a yeah. lot of the teeth um in fact if you put super polygrip on a uh a construction worker's hat yeah and stick them 
on top of like a, a thing. So where he's dangling, he can dangle from his hat. That's how strong a bond Super Polygrip is. This episode brought to you in part by Super Polygrip. Super Polygrip. Super Polygrip. And then my second bond, my or wait, that's five. My fourth bond <laughs> would be uh, just regular like Gorilla Glue. Yeah. And then uh, oh, classic duct tape for number three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, no. Um. Uh. Well, I don't know the bonds very well, that's so true. I'm going to be serious with you. Yeah. Uh, here. Um. I'm not a Roger Moore fan, but the probably David Niven number five. From Casino Royale. Because from Casino Royale. You don't have to do top five, just top three. Top three? No, yeah. I want to do top five. Okay. Um, to, top three? Do you Tim- want me to read off the list? Timothy Dalton, three. Okay. Uh, Daniel Craig, two. And Sean Connery, one. Is that about um, right? Yeah. Actually, Roger Moore, four. Because there is some, mm, there is some yeah. merit a little bit to it. Yeah. Like the fun aspect of it. Yeah. And then... Pierce Brosnan? He, oh, Pierce Brosnan. Um, Pierce Brosnan, then Roger Moore. Uh, that was one's a tough one. So Sean Connery, one. Daniel Craig, yeah. two. Timothy Dalton, three. Just give me yours. I never. I don't watch these movies. But Sean Connery's my number one. Super Polygrip before before uh, Pierce Brosnan. It's tough for me. Like Sean Connery and Daniel Craig, both like they kind of dance. That's back what and I'm talking about. Like me. Matt Smith and David Tennant, yes, Doctor Who. Exactly. Um, Followed by Timothy Dalton, uh, and then Pierce Brosnan, then Roger Moore. Then probably Roger probably. Moore. Probably. I don't know. Like, nobody ever says George Lazenby. Well, why would they? He's, he was in <laughs> he was one bond. one on Her Majesty's Secret Service. So. Yeah, no, he was in one Bond movie, right? Yeah. yeah and nobody, said, nobody ever says No Barry one ever Nelson. says Crystal, Christopher Eccleson. <laughs> Jesus. The, nobody ever says Barry Nelson. Uh, my, favorite, my favorite James Bond, actually, um, is... Um, Idris Elba. No, but he should be. He should be. I mean, yeah. come on. Let's be honest. Well, let's be honest. We can have a black bond. We can. Do you think we could, we'll ever have like a gay bond or a girl bond or uh or any uh minority bond or um, or or a savings bond? I. You know what? Like that's I my was... fifth. Four. No, number two, savings bond. Yeah. And number one. Tribond, the board game. Remember that? Tribond? Yeah, Tribond. They give, they give you like three things, and you have to uh, decide what's in common with those three things. It was tri- called Tribond. No, I don't. Yeah. See, I I wouldn't have said Tribond. I was with you till there. But I was thinking Covalent Bond from chemistry. Well, then you're a geek. <laughs> um, No, I was, I was kind of disappointed with like some of the reactions to... A to when they were saying like what about like a Dries Elba and people were kind of like coming up with all sorts of like <laughs> way like they reacted very quickly to it and it, you know of course you're like well I'm gonna guess this reason is racist if you just so like quickly dismiss that and then to hear people like tiptoe around it yeah um and then when they were announcing well maybe a, a woman would be not James Bond, but, you know, Bond, and have MB 007, and which I was all about. I think that's interesting. Okay, who, who? Uh, I don't know. Okay. But... Now, now tell me, is this too much like her m- most famous role? But would you want um, Haley Atwell 
as a female Bond. Haley Atwell would be great. Yeah. Or is that too much like Peggy Carter? I mean, it is, but... But more modern? Yeah. But, like, I could see her doing it, at least. Um, What's her name? Who played um, Mary Poppins? Julie Andrews. Oh, you're totally right. (laughs) Julie Andrews would be the best Bond ever. Hey, I could... She'd be like... How am I going to get out of this sticky pickle? Hey, did you know a spoonful of sugar helps? And like the 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 henchman's like, Rrr. no, not her. The other, what's her name? Emily Blunt. Em- Emily Blunt playing Gemma Bond. Yes, I could yeah. actually see that. Mainly because of like um that one Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but people are like, no, make her 008, 007 reserved That's for so this. Stupid. And I'm just like, what? Like, okay. Grow up. Take your talk, talk is ma- masculinity. I can't talk. That's how much I hate talk, <laughs> toxic masculinity. It just... Ooh. Oh, I can't even say it. Um, But no, I'd like to see them branch <sighs> out and be a little bit more creative with it. And maybe like... COVID makes me not say certain words. Sorry. <laughs> even like get into more of the like, the who are like the other like 001 or 006... Yeah, like get into Double, some of those. 0027. Like, yeah, d- yeah. Get into like different what I say? categories. What I say wrong. Like I would love to see more in those. So, um, oh, would it be just 027? I think so. I just want that Agent to be. 027. Why not have that be a parody? I mean, you don't need a parody of these movies anymore, but, you know. Yeah. You know, 025. Bingo. <laughs> oh, 63. Bingo. What? The um we just call are, are we calling, you know, bonds bond spies or, you know, numbers and bingo. Yeah. Oh, 72. <laughs> that would be me. I like my bingo squares shaken, not stirred. <laughs> An aging Yes, the, an aging. I like agent. I like the old folks' home. They like their insure shaken, <laughs> not stirred. Um, Gross. <laughs> who doesn't love some insure? Uh, but no, I. You know, I. I think it comes back to like I enjoy this movie. I think Sean Connery does an excellent job. And if you want to, I think if you're kind of like eh, about like the. The new ones from like the Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton kind of era. Um, going back to see Sean Connery like at the beginning of this, I think is a lot yeah. more, especially when it's <laughs> before it just starts getting yeah. over, over the top. And Do you know my favorite James Bond movie? It was called The Remington Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but let's do it. Should we do our five questions? Yeah. I mean, then we'll talk about the movie, actually. Um, what do you think was the best part of this movie? Uh, a lot of things going for this movie that I totally enjoyed. Um, I don't think, I think this is probably pitch perfect on everything that a Bond movie should deliver. Um, you got a great kind of sidekick with, uh, Pedro's character, kind of like the comic Mm -hmm. relief. Yeah. Um, but I really, I, A, enjoy the music and B, the cinematography is mm-hmm. just out of this world. So cinematography for me, um, music number two and number three, super polygrip. 
um, I think as far as the um, the best part of this movie, I you know like I think about uh, like you, obviously you have uh, Sean Connery's Bond, which is just I mean it kind of goes without saying he's fantastic at this, but um, I really like that this movie. Okay, have you seen the first one? No. Okay. So this one, to me, is where you really start to get... Where they were like, why don't we just keep building on the mythology? Right. That's what I liked. And, like, movies down the line, like, you see the recurring characters, and it's like, okay, like, you know Q and M and... But that seems fancy. This Um, seems more myth But this is where they start, like, oh, you have the same characters from the first one. And you get kind of a through story. Yeah. Because... You have agents who are defecting from Smirsh, which is the, mm. the Russian organization. Oh, that's not the cat from, like, uh, Thundercats? Smirsh? Yeah. No, that's Smarf. Smirsh? No. And it's not Smarf from Too Many Cooks. It's oh, darn Smirsh. it. That was my second question. <laughs> um, but, you know, and you get where Spectre shows back up. And you get where they're, uh, right. they're avenging right. their fallen comrade from the first one. And you get uh, Blofeld showing back up and, like... You know, it's, who? Uh, the the big main baddie from what was his name? Blofeld. Oh, Hootie uh, and the Blofeld. Yes. Okay, just so, I wanted to make that joke. Um, but you start getting like this through piece to it, and it's really like to me, it's one of the earlier examples of something that I saw where I was like, oh my god, there's there's through story happening yeah. with this, and I love I love that continuous mythology. And this, to me, does a really great job with mm-hmm. it. And I'm sure there's probably more examples of whatever. But, like, this is the one where it's not just, oh, we have reprising characters. It's, like, more of a, the mythology continues to build. Like, you know what it is later on, pretty this much. This is the movie that this is one they, where they, they tried to like copy they, over and over again. Yeah. If, but didn't quite succeed. Mm-hmm. It feels yeah. like they made a conscious effort to say, we're making through story. Yeah. We're, we're building a mythology oh. here. Um, and I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's one of the things that makes me go, yes, I love this movie because it's more than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. Also, it wasn't a one trick pony. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's, it has franchise aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. What's our second question? Uh, does this movie stand on its own? Oh, no, no. I mean, Dr. No. What happened? Dr. No. no, no, on Doctor No. Uh, no, it doesn't. But on on that terms, it doesn't really need to. In a way, there's a lot in the plot that kind of just uh, lends itself to the new story through what we're going through. Um, so I think it doesn't, but it doesn't need to. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that because it, the mythology is so fun. Yeah. Um, you are going to get a little confused. Like at the beginning. Yeah. Other than that. To me, this is like an X-Men 2 where it's like, mm. yeah, it doesn't necessarily stand on its own, but it's also at an easy jumping on point. Very much so. Um, it's not one where you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like yeah. You can um, you can get pick it up pretty quick. Yeah. In fact, so. if this is on, just watch it. Yeah. If you want to get into Bond. And if you want to get into bondage, <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> go, 
Go ahead. It's me, James it's, Bondage. It's me, James Bondage. I think that's a Pansy a rough, Division song. A rough trick named Jim. I really think that's Jim a Pansy bondage. Division song, if you think about it. I'll have to look that up, but I think it is. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> um, would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Well, obviously, this question kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, I mean... I mean... There's, I would reboot it, but uh, not reboot it. I would continue it, but I would continue it for, I don't know, three more decades. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, okay, so they have. And then cut it off. Well, they've, okay, so they've redone. And then I would find a guy that was in a British miniseries. I wasn't done with my question. In a British miniseries about friends up in southern... London, whatever. And then I go, that guy's Bond. And then we would reboot Bond. Perfect. And go, boom, look at that guy. He's short enough to be Bond. (laughs) Well, okay, so they have, uh, like when they they did Casino Royale Mm -hmm. with the the Daniel Craig Bond, uh, Quantum Assault, all these things. Like they've they've built on this mythology, Mm -hmm. but they can go back to like the source material. And, yeah. and do you know originally closer, I wanted or... to do this during the summer when we th- I thought everything was going to be normal and uh, the new the new James Bond movie came out I was going to have us do re- review this movie anyway so it just kind of worked out yeah so thank you Sean Connery for dying no I don't thank oh. you for dying mm. it's it was really sad when he did oh, yeah. especially because he had Alzheimer's and so that's really tough so. yeah yeah. Um but uh you know he uh my train jumped the tracks. <laughs> the no, I uh I think you could always go back to if you could go back to the source material and use it to buy or use it to like build like a Daniel Craig version of this. Would you get behind that? Like, what do you mean? Like, like, Daniel Craig just is playing all these movies? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Well, not like no. all the movies, but, uh, you know, as far as, like, book series and stuff like that. Mm, I don't they, understand your question. Then forget it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, to be fair, I saw something shiny blow by. It so- is very windy. It is very windy out today. And I went, ooh, shiny. So, <laughs> and you've been married to me long enough to know that, you know, my train of thought kind of... Sorry, I thought I saw something. Okay, I'm go just, ahead. What's the next question? The, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, Not uh, anymore after this episode. Oh, damn. Damn, son. Um, <laughs> does this make you want to watch the first movie? Yes, this makes me want to watch the first movie. Am I going to? Probably not. But that's just because I'm not a Bond fan, right? Yeah. But yeah, this movie, if I was just a normal person, just kind of watching, because I'm a kind of an abnormal person. If I was watching this movie, this was my first Bond one. Yeah. I'd want to go back and watch the first one. Yeah. You? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And actually, it, it kind of makes me want to... It, it makes me want to start over and like watch them sequentially and go through, even to get through like the the painful stuff. Like, okay. Like it just makes me feel like. What are you doing Saturday? 
<laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> the I actually would rather start. I kind of just want to go watch the Daniel Craig ones. <laughs> the uh, honestly, like if I'm going to watch like any of the James two, Bond, they're like two different. Because I haven't even seen the Daniel Craig ones, right? And yeah. you told me I probably would like those. Because there's more of an art house feel to like some of those, in a way, yeah. but on a bigger budget. Yeah, you know. Yes, um, but there are, it's almost like two different series of things, and so you could watch them separate from one right. another. Right, that's what I, that's what I mean. But um, no, I I do kind of want to go through and just watch them, even like through the Roger Moore stuff, and just see like. At least if you're watching them in close proximity, it's like, okay, how did this evolve? And kind of formulate your own mythology based off of it. Also, like, formulate all, your own opinion. Like, look, we, we might not like the Roger Moore stuff, but you might. Yes. You know, or, who the fuck are we? We're just two guys take what you talking enjoy in a microphone. out of each one of them. Like, just yeah, that's like with what I mean. Doctor Who, like, which of the doc? you know, you like different doctors for different reasons. Right. Like, I like Christopher Eccleston, but not for the reasons... That are like, you know, tenant. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but let's be honest, tenant's the best doctor. Well, no. Go ahead. Um, the, at least one of the best modern ones. Yes. Agreed. Um, all right. Describe your experience in two words. I, I. I, I. Yeah. E, Y, E, E, Y, E. Private I I, because I liked this movie. He's not a private investigator. He's a spy. Oh yeah, you're right. Then spy spy. I spy. I spy. Shut up. <laughs> there you go. You're right. He's not a private eye. Uh, he's a spy. So I spy, because I like this spy. This is what I meant to say, but you had to like prove me wrong. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> my words are proved wrong. What, what's your two words? <laughs> um, My two words. Because I didn't take mine serious at all. My two words are spy craft. <sighs> what are you talking about? Spy craft because this really, I think this movie this helped the... to really craft like right. our perception of like these spy films and really built off of them and a lot of the things have evolved in there some of them goofier some of them more serious but like this has really helped to and james bond in general has really helped to build a lot of our our kind of that spy craft espionage genre i mean i don't think without like without james bond i really don't think you were gonna have like a uh Jason Bourne or things like that. I think you get a lot. I mean, shit. Even or a like, Magnum PI. That's a private. Oh yeah, you're it's right. More of a noir thing. Yeah, but, you're right. You're right. Um, or a Sam Spade. Or even like the oh, thing wait, about like um PI too. Uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Right. Like I don't think you get a lot of that without this. The spyness. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, this did a lot, and and these kind of spy. You know, suspense thriller kind of things did a lot for those movies. Also, this is like because you said spycraft. Um, also, the fact that this is the movie that really starts the craze of the um, um, the uh, what am I talking about? The tools that he use. You know what I mean? The gadgets. The gadgets. Yes, the gadgets. Yeah. This is kind of like the 
you know, gadgets that would later on kind of be a little too cheesy yeah. along with Batman yes. with his gadgets kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but this is where you first kind of get a lot of the explanation of the gadgets. Yes. Because you're getting Q and he's telling you all all of those. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to watch that mm-hmm. as well. To where like that's kind of the genesis mm-hmm. or where it kind of starts. So Yeah. I'll give you... Uh, how about mine? Spy hard. Too late. Oh damn! I, I just wanted to make. Fine. No, I just wanted to make a Leslie Nielsen. Another bad movie reference. Loaded weapon. Let's not keep that in that one. <laughs> My two words are crappy crap. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right. I think you've been deuced with this movie, right, Jeremy? You've been deuced. Where can people find us when they're not listening to us? Well, people can find us at thedeucepodcast.podbean.com. They can find us uh, at Google Play, on Stitcher, uh, on Apple Podcasts, any of those kind of podcatchers. Uh, You can also find us on our Facebook page. Uh, make sure you join us there. Uh, we will post things as long as, and as well as some of our other friend podcaster friends will post things as well. Uh, things related to the show uh, at Deuce Podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can find us there. What? Yes, true. And we will retweet some of our podcast mates uh, from the No Phony Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. They're all which, on a ship, so we call them mates. Mates. They are. That's. Hey, mates. I don't know why I just went to... Mm. Hello. Hello, mates. <laughs> the, uh... Hello. So, uh, the No Phony Podcast Network, uh, we are members of the No Phony Podcast Network, uh, so it's a ragtag group of people We're ragtags. Who, who have all sorts of different... They're a ragtag we... bunch that has all sorts of different... I'm just all over the place with <laughs> the accent. <laughs> We're the Bad News sure. Bears of podcast. Yeah, basically. They bought a makeup. You have people with all sorts of different genres. We have uh, we have things that are more uh, political in nature. We have things that are sports based. We have things that are music based, cereal reading. based. Yeah, uh, eating cereal with bitches. Yep, that's a, a newer one of the shows. Uh, we also have different audio dramas, uh, including the upcoming Coyote Bluff uh, or Coyote's Bluff, which is uh, written by one of the uh, or written by the founder of the No Phony Podcast Network. Um, all sorts of different things in there. He's a so, ragtag. So different. <laughs> definitely go in, check it out, give it a listen. Give it a uh, listen. There's something there for everybody. So you can find that at nophonynetwork.com. Um, in addition to uh, at nophonynetwork on Twitter. So uh, just keep an eye out on those. Right. And uh, look for us next month in December. We'll bring yes. you some holiday movies. Yes. We found uh, some fun holiday movies. That we are going to uh, review. They're going to be mostly kind of uh, TV, like made for TV movies. Yeah. Or made for streaming service movies. Yeah, like Hallmark so, yeah, Hallmark kind of. Um, kind of sequels that we found. Yeah. So that should be fun. Look forward to that. Ho, ho, ho. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and remember, wear a mask, folks. Nothing political about that. Just wear one. Yes. Also, and remember, the sequel is... King. From Russia with love 
I fly to you Much wiser since my goodbye to you I've traveled the world to learn I must return from Russia with love I've seen places faces and smiled for a moment but oh you haunted me so still my tongue tied Young pride would not let my love for you show In case you'd say no To Russia I flew But there a man I suddenly knew you'd care again My running around is through I fly to you from Russia with 